0: Hello, welcome to Doa Thon, Myanmar's only weekly podcast. I'm Victoria Milko. With the controversial arrest of two Reuters journalists in December, Myanmar has again been the focus of international criticism thon this week takes a look at the state of medium freedom in the country and the implications it has for its citizens <laughs> Handcuffed journalist Wa Loan and Cha So Wu maintain their innocence amid the heartbreaking cries of their families and children. Among the scrum of reporters and security officers, the dignified young men insist they're okay and defiantly warn that their incarceration is just an attempt to prevent freedom of expression. The moment is brief, frantic, and charged with emotion. They are then bundled into court before being taken back to Yangon's notorious insane prison with the knowledge they could spend the next 14 years behind bars. But what was their crime? The two Reuters journalists were arrested in December after meeting police who gave them information about a story they were working on. For two weeks, they were held without access to lawyers or family and were later formally charged under the Official Secrets Act in Myanmar, a draconian law introduced under British colonial rule. The journalists had been covering the situation in Rakhine State, where more than 665,000 Rohingya Muslims have fled a deadly military crackdown, according to the United Nations. Reuters says the journalists did nothing wrong and have called their arrest a blatant attack on press freedom, while former United States President Bill Clinton and numerous human rights organizations have called for their immediate release. In some ways, Wa Lone and Chaso U's arrest symbolize the current state of media freedom in Myanmar. The deeply entrenched fear of the press from the junta era, combined with an influx of new and international media organizations in the country, makes for an uneasy mix. Any hope of new dawn for free speech under the civilian government of Aung San Suu Kyi has, so far, been dashed. In fact, rather than getting better, some say media freedom appears to be getting worse. According to the group Reporters Without Borders, at least 12 journalists were arrested in 2017 and dozens of non-media workers have been charged with online defamation since Aung San Suu Kyi took office the year before. One journalist, So Mo Tun of Myanmar's Eleven Media Group, was found dead on the side of the highway in December 2016. At the same time, rights groups say the Rohingya crisis has created a toxic atmosphere of self-censorship among the media. In October, three journalists and their driver were arrested for flying a drone near Parliament while working for Turkish broadcaster TRT. The reporters, Malaysian journalist Mok Choi Lin and Singaporean cameraman La Hong Meng, were later jailed for two months alongside their fixer Aung Neng So and driver La Tin for violating the 1934 Burma Aircraft Act. All four were released in December, shortly before finishing their sentence. Investigative journalist Sui Win was arrested at Yangon's airport in July and charged under the notorious 66D statute, which covers online defamation. His case stemmed from Facebook comments in which he criticized a nationalist monk. Sui Win was released on bail, but the case is continuing in the city of Mandalay. Scores of writers, poets, journalists, and civilians have been subject to 66D complaints, which have soared under Aung San Suu Kyi's administration. Three Myanmar journalists from the Erawaddy and the Democratic Voice of Burma were arrested in June after reporting on a drug-burning ceremony. The event took place in territory controlled by the rebel group, the Ta'ang National Liberation Army. The reporters were charged with Unlawful Association, a law used against supporters of Myanmar's many ethnic armed organizations that are fighting for autonomy in border regions. The case was eventually withdrawn, but the reporter spent more than two months in jail in what was seen as a warning against giving publicity to rebel groups. So why have the number of arrests increased since the National League for Democracy came into power in 2016, especially in the last year? Reporters Without Borders have said the situation for press freedom in Myanmar has gotten much worse since the Rohingya crisis started in August. There is no doubt that tensions for journalists have grown since then. But Frontier Myanmar reporter Mrat Chau Thu said people should take the bigger picture into context.
1: So many people are saying that the San Suu Kyi's time, that we have no press freedom. But what if uh, we are thinking that it's not San Suu Kyi's time? What if it's senior general Mian Lai's time? It's very clear that we have no media freedom under the Senior General Meong Lai, so it, it can tell you the bigger picture to think is a difference between Dong San Suji and Senior, senior General Meong Lai.
0: While pre-publication censorship in Myanmar was abolished in 2012, articles critical of the security forces and senior officials still give editors reason to be afraid. Last June, a satirist from Voice newspaper was arrested alongside his editor for publishing an essay gently mocking Myanmar's failed efforts to make peace with ethnic armed groups. Charges were eventually dropped against both of them. Allegations of atrocities by security forces in Rakhine State also pose acute problems for Myanmar-based media, who fear backlash from the government and the Buddhist-majority public, who often consider condemnation over the Rohingya crisis unfair and one-sided. Several staff members at the Myanmar Times quit in protest at the firing of a colleague who raised allegations of sexual assault against security forces in Rakhine. The suppression of the media has also been felt by parliamentary journalists working in Myanmar's capital city of Naypyidaw. Reporters who could enter the chamber, where members of parliament debate under Myanmar's previous government, are no longer allowed to do so. Instead, they're forced to watch and photograph proceedings on TV in a nearby corridor. They are also not allowed to mingle and talk with the members, instead being blocked by a series of red lines and barriers marking strict boundaries. Veteran parliamentary reporter Konyan Lang Lin explains.
1: In my opinion, there were three changes in relation with gathering news at Luto. Media was so much welcomed after the 2010 election so as to make the people accept the political system, led by the Union Solidarity and Development Party, USDP, we journalists were allowed to enter the hall in which MPs were sitting. We were able to interview as we liked. We were able to mock contact the speaker in flash. But there was one change in 2012 when Doa became an MP after winning the by-election. Because talking between an MPs and reporters was not seemingly light. Reporters entered the, entering the hall of the flood door was banned. Now we are allowed to stay at the corridor only. We gather news watching the TV at the corridor like others do. The latest chain is the worst.
0: When assessing media freedom in Myanmar, it's important to compare the situation under the National League for Democracy with previous regimes. For nearly 50 years, from 1962 to 2011, there was no media freedom under junta rule. Censorship was draconian reports about politics, the economy, ethnic affairs, civil conflict, the military, crime, drug trafficking and abuse, and Da Aung San Suu Kyi and her National League for Democracy were likely to be rejected in their entirety, if not severely edited and censored. President U Thein Sein began liberalizing the media and easing restrictions on it after his Union Solidarity and Development Party government took office in 2011. Pre-publication censorship was terminated in 2012, and the current government maintains positive changes are continuing. Few people know Myanmar's oppressive history of media censorship better than Frontier Myanmar CEO, Sunny Sway. Imprisoned by the military in 2005 for reportedly flouting censorship regulations while he was at the helm of the Myanmar Times, Mr. Sway was released from prison eight years later into a country that was inching its way into democratic change.
1: Um, as a publisher, when we talk about freedom of press, uh, or press freedom, um, I think uh, Uthain Sain's administration uh, is the best. Uh, both military regime and the current uh, uh, NLG government, uh, governments are not compared to Uthain uh administration. Um, there is uh, less on the Uh, press freedom. As a journalist, as a publisher, we are getting uh, more and more risks, and the risks are, the stakes are much higher than before.
0: Da Thin Thin Tha, Joint General Secretary of Myanmar Press Council, agrees that press freedom has decreased under the National League for Democracy.
1: Media freedom has reduced under the present government. There have been 17 prosecutions against media persons, and 31 journalists are facing charges. It is a great obstacle for press freedom under President Singh, There was more press freedom. There was no prosecution for
0: trivial things. We had hoped that we will have more freedom, but it is not so. Although there are multiple challenges that the media and those working in the media face positive changes are slowly taking place. The National League for Democracy-led government has been working to reform the 66D Clause, making it mandatory for third parties to get permission from any offended individual before pressing charges, a key step against the rampant misuse of the Act. Those accused under the Act now also have the right to apply for bail and thus can be granted the opportunity to avoid prison time before the case goes to trial. This wasn't the case before, when those accused were often arrested and imprisoned. Despite this, the main section of 66d still states that those who extort, defame, disturb, or intimidate will face charges under the bill. It is often used to charge and sue media as well as online critics. Predictably, the government maintains there is media freedom in Myanmar.
1: As for the media freedom, there is no prohibition in our country as to what to write or what not to write. You can write what you want to but you're responsible for what you write. Media person needs to understand do's and don'ts. No media person is above the law, just as government is not above the law. All must do according to the law. Nobody can do against the law. If you want to find out whether media freedom in our country is falling down, you must compare it with that in those countries. How much freedom is there in countries in the Middle East that occupy the seats in Human Rights Council how freely are they allowed to write about? Is our country getting worse than those countries? You cannot write about religious leaders in those countries. I want you to make it a sex man on that.
0: Media development in Myanmar has come a long way since junta rule shown by the sheer number of publications now working in the country and the gradual improvement in conditions. A free media will also help in Myanmar's transition towards democracy. Many in the media remain skeptical of Upe mient, a former journalist and writer who has so far failed to live up to expectations since his appointment as Minister for Information in 2016. However, the appointment this week of former Reuters journalist U Ung La Tan as the Union Deputy Minister for Information in Myanmar could herald further positive changes, but many remain skeptical. But for Wa Lone and Chaso U and their families, change can't come fast enough. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Doa Thon. This program was put together this week by Zarni and Atet. Please stay tuned for next Wednesday's episode, which can be found on Frontier Myanmar's website and Facebook pages. The project to support human rights reporting is a partnership between Frontier Myanmar Foundation Herendel, and funded by the Embassy of the Netherlands in Myanmar. Have a lovely day.